Okay. Uh, so first love. And what it meant to you then, what it mean, what it means to you now. Yeah. <laughs> also, I really like your yours. Oh, thanks. What is it? Handsome, squ- handsome Squidward. Handsome Squidward. Okay. Not William. No, William has a unibrow. Yeah, He's I like fun too, though. Ew. I always like Squidward. That was like my childhood crush. That's your childhood crush? Low key, like okay. like cartoon. But Bo was Bo was he your first love? Ooh. Ooh. Who's yours? Ah. Who's yours? Cartoon wise? Nah. Oh, okay. Nah. <laughs> Oopsie. Okay. First love. Now I gotta go back and look at my notes because I know I definitely had a name for them. Had a name for them. Okay, okay. Um, because we're that. we're not we're not using real names. Yeah. Um, so actually, you know what? I guess this kind of goes into childhood crushes and stuff. Okay. Also, because I I think every version of me as I grew up with a different crush thought that that was love okay yeah yeah i i, I saw love in a different way with each person okay. um but i guess the first person that i genuinely thought <laughs> that i loved <laughs> and i say thought because it was a simple crush uh-huh. um i'm gonna call him lumpy space princess <laughs> shout out lsp um like I genuinely thought like there was times where I'm like dude I love this man and I was like 12 <laughs> like, like I was ready to okay full disclosure full disclosure I knew that when in high school cause I, I felt like I was gonna be like in the movies head ass shit mm-hmm. like I'm not going to lose my virginity after high school. I'm going to probably lose my virginity <laughs> in high school. That's low-key some thought shit. Is it? I don't know. I was 12. Okay. <laughs> I think I was just learning about the stuff. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, that's romantic. That's what should happen mm. at 16, 15, you know, whatever, okay. 17, whatever. So, but I told myself like, okay, LSP mm-hmm. is going to take my virginity. <laughs> one day i told myself that bro like at 12 like i'm like when we're grown and in my head grown was like teenagers (laughs) when we're grown we're gonna be together and that definitely didn't happen but karma is definitely a thing because the man be in my dms now you know and if they're listening they should get out of the dms but (laughs) but What's to say about at that time was I, I felt like I had such a huge crush on somebody mm. and embarrassing as shit, bro. I've told you this before and I feel comfortable telling other people this because this is other cringy shit that I did that I've come to terms with. Mm-hmm. Like you were a child and you're cringy. But <laughs> when I was going through my braces phase and I at a point had to have a surgery for my teeth to where they would pull the tooth down that shit hurt and that shit hurt so bad like they would pull it and it was a chain bro and that's also side note that's also why i covered my mouth for like a year Mm. in middle school because i was just so embarrassed at the chain but you know what we got a good nice ass grill now so i flex that shit anyways um but yeah when i would go get my braces tightened and 
the chain pulled i was like bro like one day he's gonna think like i'm the prettiest girl with the prettiest mom and that's a corny ass shit don't ever let him in no i'm just kidding but like don't i'm just like ew like to think now that i'm like doing stuff for a man i is like shows me like how i've changed but like back then i was like i'm doing like i'm suffering through this pain and that was like what i envisioned to be like my um achievement at the end mm. of it you know which was head ass you yeah. know but we were kids and we were corny that was like at the age of what, 12 like yeah whatever so i think that was my first um yeah my first love i so much so that i wrote a really embarrassing ass letter <laughs> Um, but it wasn't it's not it to is, me it's not embarrassing because it was vulnerable it was vulnerable what would be embarrassing is if you made up like you know if you were being dishonest yeah you were whatever what was embarrassing was the curve <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the, that part that, yeah that, i'm gonna be yeah, honest that's yeah, the embarrassing that part um but yeah full disclosure <laughs> always been in touch with my vulnerability but um yeah the note definitely that was when I was like honestly actually really courageous to tell somebody that I liked them. That was also the first time I really did tell somebody I liked them. So that's also why I feel mm. like I would say not my first love in the sense like I genuinely loved him yeah. from the bottom of my heart. But like why at the time I think I thought that was my first or one of my first loves, mm. you know. But yeah, that's all I really have to say about OSP right now. Nothing else is coming to me besides, like, just more cringy shit, but I just think that <laughs> that's irrelevant. <laughs> but how would you say, then, what, if you had to put words to what love meant to you then with him, what would that be? Ooh. Okay, back then, I really liked that LSP was goofy, mm. funny, and I genuinely do think that that is something I look for in a person still. Um, yeah. but, and he, and he wasn't the cutest, like, and that's no shade, you know, but, yeah. like, he wasn't, like, this really attractive guy that yeah. all the girls were after. Yeah. Um, so that is also why the curve hurt a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more. Like, why don't you want me, nobody the thing else? Is, you describing his personality is making me remember, I really do think the last thing on his mind was girls at the no, time like ass. it really just felt like he was like ah oh, basketball is life you know like that was literally <laughs> all he was thinking about so it doesn't feel like the curve like i feel like it can't be that personal no but i do know i do know what you mean i do i do hear i you. mean once i feel like we got to high school that was a little bit more personal but the crush <laughs> ended like a couple months being in high school yeah. i found other options so it's like okay anyways but yeah mm. first crush lsp i think Okay. I would go with. What about you? Ooh, I think first, first crush probably pretty early. But I think first time I thought I was in love, okay. or I felt love, was I want to say in high school, and it was like ninth grade. Okay. And what happened was that I was in geometry class, and same energy, like same goofy, like silly goofy, and I was like. He's, he was a just big class clown energy. I'm going to call him... It was Squirrely. Squirrely. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it was Squirrely is perfect. Okay, okay. Uh, so Squirrely... 
big class clown energy mm -hmm. and for me i just like that he would take up space like that i thought he was super funny and he also would wear like these like bowling shirts like i just thought he was different like he was cool like i thought he was really cool and i remember seeing him interact made me like shell up like made me feel like like nervous butterflies, butterflies okay. you know made me and i just never remembered feeling yeah shy around someone that way like you know that that strongly about someone and that was like the first day i met him and i remember i was like in roll call i was like perked <laughs> up being like what's, what's your name? name what's his name what's his name uh, <laughs> because yeah i really i was just like drawn to him and um and it's hard because i think that with him i chased for i think two years for two years i really was like you did damn i was like she's got perseverance no. like <laughs> like he could not and stop. what made me mad again going back to <laughs> like i wouldn't say that he was like a womanizer like no like in the sense of like people were after him in like <laughs> that way and it's like it, it just you were like such a great catch that it was like it i feel like it had us all confused like not even not even in the sense of like and it has nothing actually to do with the fact that nobody else was like chasing after him but it was like you already were such a great catch on your own that we were like Okay, why the fuck is he not getting the debate? Like, why? But I just think, you know, there was a misunderstanding mm. and like other things and just like yeah, adolescent years. Literally, we just didn't know how to like be around each other. We were going through hormones at that age. Exactly, too. exactly. It felt like a lot of change, and also I feel like I, at the time, was less covert than maybe would be like socially acceptable. So. I feel like that's also just not very like that's a turn off, you know. Yeah. It's for someone to be like, I like let, sending their friends to tell you if they like them. Like, Dude, please literally. stop. Like, that's so uncomfortable. Prank calling. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby girl. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm like, he he really had my heart, and I feel like so after two years we ended up being together, and okay. to, and I'm like, I feel like that was love. I feel like that was. Um, which is interesting because I would say my definition in this moment of love is being willing to be a part of someone's growth and someone's journey, like accepting someone for who they are and wanting to like grow with them. Yeah, that's what I would say. Love means to me, mm -hmm. and it's weird because I'm like I think in a way that I didn't I wouldn't put words to it at the time like that, and I was also just like very I thought I was asexual, so like it wasn't I never related it to sex in any way. Like yeah. I never was like oh, i want to fuck so bad or anything like that <laughs> like it was just completely like i just want to like spend time with him like get to know him like be a better person for him like i'm like that's still the way i feel now so i feel like it's really interesting in a way that i didn't put words to it he really made me want to love him like he really yeah. in the way that it means to me now so I don't know. I I feel really grateful that I, I got to experience that because I think that after that I had like a dry spell of love. Well, like, I hadn't experienced love in a really long time. But I also feel like that's a really good thing for you because you you felt genuinely 
maybe you were not always aware of every aspect of the relationship but you were genuinely happy in that relationship yeah. so i feel like that's a good that's true thing that you like <clears throat> with those people afterwards yeah yeah maybe it was a try spell but like maybe because they never amounted to anything that he he showed you no literally because i was gonna say that by the time we were together which when in his own words he was a great boyfriend to yeah me. like he was an awesome boyfriend and i feel like yeah the standard i'm like y'all need to catch up with squirrely like y'all need yeah. to pick it up squirrely was on his shit um and honestly i'm like i feel like i was in like i in return wanted to be that for him and i don't know that i am i like that's only for him to say um or that i was but um he definitely made me want to be that in a way that i'm like yeah y'all do not like a lot of relationships don't make me want to like i feel like i'm on the defense instead of like in a position of wanting to open and love and care yeah um so yeah that was that was i would say that was my first love and do you <clears throat> i guess i feel like he he gave a lot of really good um he had a really lot of blah, 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 fucking can't talk <laughs> um he had a lot of good aspects to him but what were your top three that you think are still important to this day? As in, like, things that maybe you took from him and you would still want to see in another person? Mm, I would say number one was that he listened to what I cared. So, like, an example. He listened to what I cared about and would act on it. Okay. So, an example of that was that I would mention, like, I wanted to be <laughs> a big nerd energy. I was like, I want to be better at chess. And <laughs> he, like, bought a book. That is sweet. Studied chess. And, like, offered to, like, help me learn. And yeah. then ended up becoming, like, a really, really great... He ended up becoming a really, really awesome chess player. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, like, over it at that time. I was yeah. like, oh, I was just, like, chess is a, a lot phase. more boring than I thought. <laughs> um, but, like, what? Like, that is so sweet to do. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Um, another thing is that he, he was, like... I think it was both of our first relationships. Like, really lengthy or, like, really serious for the time mm -hmm. being relationships and but like he put an effort into learning how to be uh what quote unquote like what a what a boyfriend you know would do and yeah an example would be like literally just going out of his way to like walk me to class i think that was like sweet yeah um but yeah i think that he yeah he catered to my love languages he's like um really attentive and like even had the maturity to be like i didn't feel like i could be with you at this point you know from this point before and now i feel like i can and that also meant a lot to me i was like who cares like yeah. i wanted to be with you then um but that was like that was really like considerate i think yeah, yeah. i personally and like correct me if i'm wrong but I, I feel like not only did he cater to your love language yes but i feel like he showed you what your love languages are yeah so i think that's like like i said like he nobody else after that was really like you said the dry spill like they weren't amounting to what he provided yeah. so i think that's also why like i don't know i feel like that's a really good first love yeah to, or like a healthier version yeah. you know um considering i feel like we were also like a little bit more not mature but like my my first love was like more of a middle school and yours was a high school but yours was more like real like Mm. It was a really good first experience, I feel, mm. considering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you also had a different type in middle school, I'm sure, too. But, like, 
It's yeah, just different like, phases, mm-hmm. you know. So he was a Tyler kid. I'm like, they're wearing Tyler kids in middle school. Yeah. Which now I'm like, it's toxic, but yeah. whatever. Or like, scary, <laughs> but whatever. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. After that, what would be your maybe second i like idea of love with somebody? Maybe like. Mm. I think. Or the next time you felt it, I guess, maybe. I think that after that... Or maybe not... My view shifted and shaped a little bit. Until I landed back where I am now. Okay. Um, So I think that, yeah. The next time I thought I was... um, It was honestly pretty recently. Okay. Yeah. And... All I'll say... Okay. (laughs) We can save also that... Yeah, more recent one for another time. Yeah, it's a little too. It's a little too, <laughs> too recent. recent. I, I'm That's like, fine. let's. Yeah, but shout out Squirrely. Shout I out really Squirly. hope that yeah he's doing well. Squirrely, Squirrely, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what about you? Who was your next love after middle what school? What I thought. Well, yeah, what you thought and what that what that new definition was. Um. My next one that I actually did genuinely think was love is <laughs> Greeny. <laughs> We're gonna call him Greeny. Um, I personally don't have a lot of, po- and, and and this is coming from a place of truly trying to heal. Yeah. Um, with him for some reason, there's always been a dark cloud over that person, and that yeah. and that and that saddens me for them. Uh, it just also clogs my vision of like where I can say something super positive about or like make a good positive. But you don't story. have to. You don't. You don't always gotta be healing. <laughs> you don't always gotta be healing. But um, what I will say about that is that I that was the first toxic love okay. that I definitely experienced. Toxic in the sense of I was sad more mm-hmm. so than happy and. Not that that person was hurting hurting me personally, like coming for me mentally or physically, whatever. But it was like that person was so negative that it dragged me down. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely think that that was probably the start of the downfall of my insecurities, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that we can also say for another time because mm-hmm. that would be a deeper conversation. But. Um, that person couldn't help them. That person didn't love themselves, so that person couldn't love me. So I guess that's the only positive thing I could really bring out of that. <laughs> um, just because that person not yeah. only hurt me, but other people also. Um, but that was... And the reason why I feel like I that was love at the time was because I'm such a I want everyone to be okay type person. Yeah. And I think that was my mission, but I'm not Miss mm. Save a Ho. Like <laughs> I'm not, and especially not. But did you feel like when you met him, you were like, I want to like the whole thing they were saying about like love, being wanting to help people grow and heal and stuff. Like it was that or what? What? I I think so, but more, but not such a mature mindset mm. of it. I genuinely think yes, I wanted to make sure he was okay. I saw that he had potential. He did have potential with school and like being him he would have been able to be really successful i i thought he would mm-hmm. but 
he didn't believe in himself he didn't have a really good support system from what i yeah. from what i thought and that's important and that makes me even grateful like thinking about it like that i really even though family may not always be we may clash heads we do i do have a really good support system yeah. so that's one thing that looking at him makes me really grateful for mm. but besides that yeah like everything else was really just a pivotal turn in my teenage years that i think I could have done without and you know what I'm gonna say this also um, because I feel like this pertains to the story since we're talking about what we thought love was at the time and what I will say though as a disclaimer alert alert my mom always likes to tell me she doesn't want to know things that I did until after I'm 30 mm. so however if my mom is listening to this podcast right now go ahead and turn it off if you don't want to hear it until after I'm 30 so with that being said, I did lose my virginity to him, mm-hmm. and that, and stupidly, it was after we were done being together. It was like after the breakup, and of course, every teenage girl is gonna say they didn't do it to keep the person or like to mm. like to say like. They're like, no, like I did it because I wanted to. Like, no, you were a little desperate to keep that person around. Like, and that's me being honest on on yeah. myself. But I genuinely thought, like, well, what makes me mad about the situation is that he said he knew we would lose it to each other. Um, but coming from them, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> very narcissistic. So it's like, it doesn't mean anything. But you know, at the time. Mm at the time it like did mean something positive like oh wow he did want to cherish this moment with me Mm -hmm. because it still meant a lot to me even though it happened after a breakup but it really shouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. um that's all I, i guess that's pretty much all i will sum it up to but it was bound to happen it was gonna happen with probably not the right person anyways mm. so you are like the right person in the sense of like people say it's gonna be the person you marry yeah. bullshit like that so like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that was never gonna happen that was never in our cards but i think i i guess at the time i thought i was ready for that experience and i think i thought that love meant that at the time that meant love meant being with somebody okay i guess i will say this about him I thought that being with somebody, even on their worst days, Mm. was love, which I do still agree with. I do. However, if their worst day is every single day, and that's no shade, like, I'm, I'm, it's funny as fuck, but, like, I genuinely don't mean it in the shade. But, like, seriously, if their worst day is every single day, that's not what I mean by that. Like... We gotta be there for each other. I think it's like the interest in wanting to be better, and I think that this person, at least at the time, I don't want to speak to them. I don't know how they are now. Any other point? Yeah. um, This was years ago. Seemed to be just not ready to move from the spot that they were at. And we were young, so I can't blame them. Yeah, 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 exactly. And again, like without a support system and without like the systems in place to help you do that, it's hard to want to. But like you definitely carried, I think, a lot of the hurt or his. His staying in that situation. Because he really was used to a it. lot. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And so when he dragged me into, like, dragged me, like, to have, like, such a clouded and negative mentality. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, yeah, this, like, this isn't right. And I did, like, I, truthfully, like, I did, 
I've seen a therapist three times in my life. Like, three different phases in my life. And after that breakup, I will say I did go and start seeing a therapist again. Not that it was him. Yeah. Not that he... But, like, it just made me realize so many other issues that I had at the time mm. that I needed to... Like, honestly, at the time, my boyfriend was, like, my least of my worries. Yeah. Like, I have more family issues. I think... I needed to settle through at that time mm. more so and I was just worried about the wrong thing but I was young and thought a boyfriend was everything you know like yeah thought I was gonna be with him forever whatever is what it is um but yeah I think that's my mm. the second time that I genuinely did feel like I did have love for somebody mm. at that point yeah. I really do look back at it now and I'm like that was not love mm-hmm. on either end mm-hmm. um and I say that wholeheartedly, like, and I'm okay with that. Like, I, I'm not upset with him for that anymore. Like, I, the whole situation was just shitty. But, like, mm-hmm. it's not something that I hold a grudge with. Mm. But I I really don't have, like, too many more positive things to say yeah. at the same time. Do you feel like it left you looking for something or avoiding certain things? Specifically? Mm-hmm. Or did you just take it for what it was? I, I I took it for what it was, but I definitely think that it made me um, very reluctant with people that I saw that were fighting their demons. Like, mm. and I get it. Like, my thing is everybody needs somebody. And just like how we say everybody, everybody doesn't have to be healing all the time. You don't always got to be that somebody for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you don't always have to be that person that's going to help this person through that tough situation in their life and i just feel like and i guess kind of jumping the gun the next time i genuinely felt love was with somebody that i was with and i allowed i I overlooked this from greenie um and allowed it but they didn't love themselves and if and that's the main thing and it has nothing to do with like i guess it does have to do with mental health overall but i think that's a whole like Men and mental health is a whole other topic of conversation. Um, but not acknowledging that you need to be better. Like you said, the willing to get better. And I think the next time I, I, fa- I felt like I was in love with somebody, that person also did not have that drive to, to be a better them. Yeah. Um, or they did, but it was all talk. Mm. You know? So they really didn't. <laughs> yeah, and and he is the the he shall not be named. Um, only because that was no name. Oh yeah, no name, no name. Only because that was, and I mean people listening are gonna know, but like that was my longest thing that I was in for the longest, and had such a chokehold on me yeah. that it was in like, and I say embarrassing because like I look back at myself and like that's not me anymore, but like like I look and I'm like bro, that was so embarrassing, like. Why did you let that happen to yourself? Like, and I don't really mean embarrassing because everybody goes through it. But like, it's just I wish I had done better for myself at that yeah. time. But yeah, that's pretty much mm. what I dragged to the next one. Okay. And do you feel like you are in a place where you are open to loving, or at least romantically? Oh, we should. I guess this whole thing has been romantic love. But, yes. like, do you feel like you're open to romantic love? Or do you feel like you've healed from, like, greenie, no name? Like, these are, like, wounds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that 
there's always going to be some things that I may think I had healed from. And if it, a situation were to happen again, I know I would react completely different, like in a more healthy way. But I feel like those are still, some of those things are still my boundaries, though. Yeah. And if people don't, if people cross that, I don't really see. I feel like now I'm kind of in a place where, like, I don't see a future if you cross my boundaries. Like, I'm not going to allow someone to cross my boundaries and then come back into my life because I think that's why I've been treated the way I have multiple times by the same person um, because I allow it to happen and then just come back. And I don't really put my foot down on, no, those are my boundaries and you're disrespecting them and me. So I, I think now that... I am open and I I am open to it but it's not my priority yeah. and I feel like that's also like to go with another conversation in the sense of like I'm so focused right now on myself and mental my own mental health my own happiness that I really not in a rude way but I don't give a fuck what anybody else if anybody else like another man you know like I don't give a fuck if you're happy like I'm happy like with myself you don't gotta text me like you know but of course I'm open to it but I just think like things nowadays with social media with dating apps and all of that I just think that that is so forced yeah and you're on a dating app for what dating so like I genuinely feel like it's either we talk or we don't and I don't and I am okay with like if we don't talk like like together like to be in a relationship like we can be friends yeah. like i genuinely want that but yes. i feel like and i'm a i'm a man shame a little bit i just feel like men you know do want a certain thing and i kind of talked to you about this one time about the steve harvey book mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go too much into depth about it again but like whether they admit it or not every man like does want to eventually have sex with you like you know like that's that's not maybe the first thing on their mind but like why would you want to be with somebody like you know like all that stuff comes with stuff and like being with somebody comes with like all the perks you know so obviously they're attracted to you in some way now if it's like they're attracted to you and they're willing to put in the time and the effort hell yeah like i appreciate that but like if you're just here just to get your nut and go like don't even waste my time so i feel like that is also another thing that I put my foot down on but I feel like other people are like may look at it at it as like I'm strict mm. but and and I feel like I say that because I go back and forth with myself like damn bitch you are being kind of strict like mm. like loosen your rein a little bit like live a little but at the same time I'm tired of being treated a certain way and if I can spot those things immediately yeah. why put why put up with it and if i can tell them i don't like that i don't like how you talk to me whatever and they take it and they change how they talk to me great that is what i want that is even though yeah you annoyed me at first because you came at me and sexualized me but like now that you're taking it and you're reevaluating and you're not going to treat me like that great but like if you still do the same shit that I just told you not to do yeah. if you can't even respect that what makes me think you can respect any other boundary that I tell you not to cross so that's my thing Yeah. so overall that's what I guess I feel when it comes to love I'm open to it but I, I do still have dating apps but 
I don't get on it as often. I don't. I definitely don't reply as often. Mm. I'll probably match, swipe, whatever, and I won't be on it and like reply for like days. So, like, these people are just in there. It's like, what's the point of even swiping if you're not even going to reply to somebody? So, part of me does want to just delete it. And I I'm, I really am probably, like, just leaning towards deleting it because I'm not on them anyways. But I I want to meet more genuine connections. I, with that being said, and I'll, to wrap up what I'm trying to say, is, like, social media, I think I can meet genuine... Like, I'm not saying, like, I want to just meet people online. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to meet somebody in person and, and us vibe and, like... It'd be, like, a natural thing. Like, that would be, like, ideal. But I don't even want to set a goal for myself like that anymore. Because then that makes you so closed off to everybody else who's not in that goal that you have. So, I'm like, okay. I guess I'm cool with meeting people on social media. But, like, not... Because you're not on a dating app. You know? Like, it's less pressure, maybe. Like... Okay, yeah, you probably followed me because you liked my pics. Or maybe you also just followed me because you liked my vibe on my pictures. Like, like maybe it genuinely didn't have anything completely to do with my looks. Like, my whole aesthetic as it as it is, maybe that's why you want to follow me. And I feel like that's more genuine than a dating app mm. nowadays. But and, and it is no shade to dating apps. Like, I met pretty much everybody, like, after high school off of a dating app, mm-hmm. you know? But, like... If I want a different outcome for myself, I want to try to do different things. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about dating apps, in your uh, opinion, then? I have actually deleted dating apps. Okay. But um, I think that in terms of, like, everything that you were sharing about, like, boundaries and things, I'm like, I think that it's really, really, like, coming into situations, I think, prioritizing friendship and a connection outside of sex and romance yes and then building from there and i just feel like i've that works for me better in person but also i'm in a new city and doing a lot of new things and new environments where i'm like i do feel like i'm I'm like it hasn't gone great (laughs) but i do feel like i'm meeting people and i do feel like i'm not like i'm like there are circumstances there are jobs that i've had where i'm like i just i wasn't interested in anyone at that job Mm -hmm. or like i would not go for anyone there um and it's including the one including my nine to five like currently where i'm like no um but like i think that it's really exciting that you're at a point where you're like this is you're not compromising basically on your boundaries and you're not compromising on what you want and what you've learned from your past ones yes and yeah i feel like for me it's something it's a thing of like i have seen what hasn't worked before but and so I feel like that'll help me establish better boundaries. But I also feel like I went into I went into a space where I was really, really narrow-minded. And I was like, you do this one thing and, like, I get the ick. Or, like, you do this one thing and, like... Yeah. And, and I feel like trying to look at people more holistically. And, like, the way that people are forgiving with my quirks and, like, annoying... You know, I'm like, I get hungry and I'm, like, a monster. I'm like, <laughs> people are patient with me yeah. about that. And I want to be... I mean, I have a lot of bigger defects than that, but, like an example that's just like a dumb example of people taking take me for who i am and i want to take someone for who they are as well um and i'm trying to like i feel like that's the headspace that i'm at right now um but i found that for me specifically i don't know if it's like neurodivergent teens like whether that's adhd like i don't know what what it is but i don't feel like i can be myself online so that's also a part of why i had to like i felt like i just wasn't finding people that i connected with Mm -hmm. i was like 
I also feel like I have mannerisms. Like, I'm like, shit that I just, let's just see, like, if you like me in person, then let's talk. If I like you in person, let's talk. Mm -hmm. But there's just so much for me, like, context that I miss when I'm meeting people online. And also, I'm just like, I don't post very much. Like, I'm just not online that much. Yeah. That it wasn't working for me in a way that I feel like it would for people that are just, like, better on, like, yeah. I'm like, again, I don't know what aspects of that's my personality or what it is. And also, I feel like it's a thing. At one point, I was like, I really want to meet someone. I really want to meet someone. And I'm, I don't feel that way right now. I'm okay. Like, that was going to be my next question. Mm. My next question was, because I did, I was, I, I feel like I also jumped like a huge step. Mm-hmm. And when you asked me, do I feel like I've healed? Yeah. I feel like I, I missed a huge person who contributed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question to you was going to be, were you... Were you, um, and I can go back to mine yeah, in a little bit, okay. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I'm like getting all over the place. But, um, my next question was, were you open to love right yes. now? Yeah, I feel like I am. Um, but I feel like I'm again, not willing to compromise. I'm not just, yes. yeah, I'm not willing to compromise on things for love, but I'm definitely open to okay. it. And yeah, I feel like right person comes along. Like I would, I would love to. I would love to love someone. Okay. But, um, yeah, what about, what, what was a, who was a person or how did they contribute or what were you going to say about them? I did forget the name that we decided on them, so I'm, I am going to look it up really quick. <laughs> the first. <laughs> All right, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine that that's his name. Yeah. Anyways. It's a great name. <laughs> I, yeah, we're just gonna say slippers. Anyways, slippers. Um, and I'm gonna wrap it up. But slippers. <laughs> I can't call him this seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna call him slip. <laughs> just for short, because when I say it, I think of the slippers, and I just can't. I can't do it. But um, <laughs> this person genuinely made me realize that I was not healed. Mm. Um, but the way that they helped me realize that was in probably the most healthiest way, healthy-ish way, though, of course, was, like, a thing or two that we didn't see eye to eye on, and that's why it didn't work out, and I think I can't blame him, Mm -hmm. because that was his boundary, and that was my boundary. that's incompatibility. That isn't, like, either one of you crossing or being toxic or anything. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm, now, now with it though, <laughs> I will say I think maybe. But I, what I'll what I'll say to this before putting the blame on just him, we both could have tried harder on that situation. Okay. Maybe one more, one person than the other, but we both could have tried harder. Genuinely, like we okay. both could have. Um, but, yeah. but this person was what? the first person who didn't dismiss me, and I think mm. that, like, when I had an issue, which. I mean, towards the end, maybe it kind of seemed dismissive, but it was the same argument, so, like, I kind of get it. Um, like, now I understand why maybe towards the end it was more, more dismissive, but when I had an issue, like, that person genuinely, like, would stop the show mm. to talk about it. Not wait until after, not wait till the next day. Like, no. be like, oh, my God, what? Or like, be upset yo, about yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. like, he was like, no, like, I'm trying to chill with you and, like, have fun with you like while i'm chilling with you i don't want to be sitting here in toxicity and that was something i was not used to because Mm. of 
no name. We would sit in toxicity, and that was, like, a norm. Yeah. That was a norm for us. So, like, for someone to actually, for someone to be like me and want to fix the situation right then and there, that's part of my love. Like, part of my love language to an extent as, like, depending on the argument, of course, is going to determine if you need a little bit more space yeah. to think about things or not. But, like, he he was good with that type of stuff. Or, like, noticing things about me, which at the time, which it, it does kind of still make me like, aww. But, like, at the time, it meant so much to me because it was, like, you noticed I didn't put my leg on you because I was upset, like, like when we went to sleep. Like, that stuff felt great. Like, you noticed my little mannerisms that showed that you knew displayed my love. My love was putting my leg on yours when we go to sleep, and, and I didn't do it one night, and you knew I was upset with you. Like, I want someone to know me that well. And I think, like, that's the hardest part of being open to love because I've already felt that it's like damn why can't I just be with that person and feel that with that person but like you said there's incompatibility and no matter how much that person may feel like home or bring you peace you cannot allow your boundaries to be broken like if if they truly mean that much to you and and i say that with like you putting all consideration like all your thoughts like no like i can get past it but if you are gonna half-ass get past it that's not really getting past it and that's not something you should stay a part of Mm -hmm. then or how i feel feel like if they give you a new perspective on it that changes maybe the way that you interpret like you know and you can meet them halfway you can yeah you can negotiate not negotiate your boundaries but like you can negotiate you know what you both feel feels right and yeah with that i mean like it like with your boundaries like if you're not going to do it full like wholeheartedly mm-hmm. then don't mm-hmm. then then don't risk your boundaries mm-hmm. being broken you know yeah. but at the same time there are some boundaries that are meant to be not even broken but op- like you know like met halfway like you can meet somebody halfway with an issue you know yeah. it doesn't always have to be your way or no way exactly is what yeah i was trying to like finish my yeah. summary of but yeah so shout out him i genuinely do thank him because i think i thought i had worked on a lot of things and i did because a lot of the ways that i reacted to some of the stuff was no way how i would have reacted with no name because mm-hmm. he brought out the worst like and i i genuinely mean i don't think people are people can be naturally toxic yes but I don't think people are toxic until people, other people bring that out of them. Mm. Like, like I've never seen myself to be such a negative down person from greeny to no name. I allowed that negativity to follow and I overlooked it and I allowed it. And that took an impact on me too. Mm-hmm. So I think with, <laughs> with slippers, he really helped me open my eyes to being less it's my it's it's this way or no way mm-hmm. and compromising learning how to compromise more learning like to just be happy in the moment and stuff like that like yeah. i genuinely he genuinely did make me happy and it didn't work out but i think that i learned a, like a lot of positive things from the experience overall mm-hmm. he helped me be more open to love in a more positive in a more healthy way yeah is what i'll say mm. but yeah that's really nice and i feel like it's 
it's it's a shame it didn't work out in the sense of like when you really care about someone yeah. that's what you want to happen um or i know i was like we want <laughs> or i want we want whatever yeah yeah like but you weren't I, you didn't leave with like nothing positive you know like and also i think the excitement of like someone is able to cater to the like yes. love that you deserve and it, it showed me that i did i was not crazy for expecting that of somebody yeah, yeah like and everybody else before that made me feel like i was asking for too much yeah and for someone to do that naturally without me ever having to ask made me realize yeah i am deserving and i am willing to love yeah. you know whatever so yeah. yeah and everyone i think everyone is worthy of love everybody and love yeah. where they're at and like am i your person are you my person that's a different conversation exactly but everybody's life happens there it unfolds in their own way yeah at the end of the day, I'm not here to help their mental. I'm here to help my mental. So I can only make peace with myself. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like that was our our first real podcast. Yeah. Like our first real deep. Our first real deep podcast. <laughs> it was really deep. And part of me is a little nervous to share it. But I feel like I'm I'm. I'm okay with being vulnerable about this type of stuff now. I've gotten past it, and I hope you have, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel grateful to just be able to, like, share it, you know? So. Ah, and the, I guess the last thing I'll say, it's it's just really refreshing to meet people who remind you you don't ask for too much. Yes. And I feel like it's a great, it's a great feeler. Like, like does this person make me feel either safe enough to say that I don't feel loved in this situation or that I feel like I deserve more love in the situation and also the unspoken like you are showing me that I can have this and that I should and that I like can't expect this of, of yeah. someone um, but I guess my parting words are like that everyone deserves love and that everyone and that that should not be ever a question or compromise or yes. like anything um and I'm like, and that's even to the worst of my relationships. Like, I'm like, they, they deserve love exactly. too. And, um, so I guess that's it for me. But what about you? Um, I, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm a whole different person mm -hmm. when it comes to like these type of things. And not that I hope somebody would notice, but like, it makes me fucking proud. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like whether the, or whether the fact, obviously the fact is none of these relationships worked, but the, despite the fact that none of these work like they've all taught me something yeah. maybe not always in the positive way but I feel like now I can be positive about it like I can laugh about it like I'm not sitting here thinking about it and crying yeah. when I think of how I've been hurt because that shit did hurt yeah. but I look at it in a different perspective now and I think in the moment is very easy to look at it negatively mm -hmm. it's really like if you're willing to take that step back and really analyze everything yeah. but some people you know it takes a little bit longer for that to happen and that's completely okay because i went through fucking years of that shit and it took me years to finally get to the place where i'm at and only thing i could hope is that everybody does it way faster than me but everybody's life is how is different and that it may be longer than me it may be way shorter than me yeah. it may be the same amount of time but all I can say and what I'll leave with is like when you finally get that peace with all of the negative things that have happened or at least maybe not 100% peace but you're able to talk about it comfortably 
that's when you feel like you're like the shit like you feel great that's that's the person i always wanted to be be. and be able to think in that mindset yeah i feel like like i said that was our first first podcast so exciting and And just thankful for anyone who's listening me too and that this is a space filled with love for everyone who's here yes Um, and no judgment and no judgment either because i'm like yeah we're out here exposing exposing ourselves like so so yeah yeah. but thanks for listening to our podcast episode two